0: it's This is Brustling Unlimited As it's Friday And tonight was Friday Night Smackdown As far as tonight's Friday Night Smackdown does go I'm going to say it, I was kind of bored I was actually kind of bored during tonight's Smackdown It was an okay show, I will say that But if I was voting with you guys If I was doing the, did I like it, was it alright Did I not like it, I would say It was just all right. I'm going to be completely honest. Not one of the better episodes of SmackDown. It was just an all right episode. that I felt like didn't really do much. I mean, we had stuff. But for what? This felt like an episode of SmackDown. How do I explain it? Where... You're, it, it just felt in limbo. I know we're supposed to be building towards the Royal Rumble. And the only thing we built for towards the Royal Rumble was them telling Bailey, hey, you're going to have to win this by yourself. We're not going to help you. That's basically it. <coughs> like no other title matches. Nobody, unless I missed something. And if I did, let me know in the live chat or the comments below. If you're watching later. Nobody on this show declared for the Rumble. At all. So, that's not good. But, hey, we'll see how it all does go. We'll see where they go with this next. They did announce that Cody Rhodes will be opening Monday's Raw. So, Cody will be the first thing on Raw Monday. That was announced, so that's good. But, other than that, nothing happened in the show, if I'm going to be completely honest. I mean, shit. Luckily... Bianca and Bailey was pretty good till the end because that match went almost 17 minutes. Match going that long on television. But then the end, it was just flat and bleh. So we'll see. Also, what's going on with Grace and Waller? Grace and Waller was supposed to work Cameron Grimes. Then Graham and Grimes got taken out. Then Austin Theory got put in a match. I thought maybe, you know, you would go. And maybe it's nothing and I'm overlooking it. But I thought you would go, okay, if Grayson was supposed to be working earlier and Grayson's the one that was talking crap to Carmelo, then why didn't Grayson fight Carmelo? Anyways, hopefully Austin Theory's all right. We'll talk about that later. Try to go for a Spanish fly, landed on the top of his head. When I saw it at first, I thought both landed on their head. But maybe only Theory? But I feel like Carmelo Hayes didn't land all right. Like, didn't land right either. So, we'll see. We'll hear. We'll do the new Hopefully, both guys are okay. Hopefully, nobody is hurt, but the match did get stopped. But with that, I want to say thank you for joining me here. Twitch.tv forward slash PWUnlimited. YouTube.com forward slash Pro Unlimited and podcast services all around the globe like Stitcher, Spotify, Google Pod, AppPod, Anchor, iHeartRadio, and so much more. Remember, if you are watching live on Twitch, you can help us out a couple of different ways. You can either help us out by hitting that donate button down below or by donating Twitch bits in the live chat. Also, remember, you can help us out by subscribing to the channel one of two different ways. You can either subscribe with a tiered subscription, or you can subscribe with Amazon Prime. Because remember, if you have Amazon Prime, then you have Prime Gaming. Prime Gaming gives you a lot of cool things like free games, free stuff for games, and you always get one free subscription to any Twitch channel you want to subscribe to throughout the month. And I'd greatly appreciate it if you did right here. Pro Wrestling Unlimited. Also, remember to head over to YouTube, hit that Join button, and become a channel member. Also, hit the Subscribe button. That way, you know when we post new videos. That way, you know when we go live and post things on the Community tab. And also, donate a Super Chat. All Super Chats. Do make sure that your comment, question, or concern does get read live on the air. And finally, head over to the Epic Game Store. Head over to the Epic Game Store and buy something. Whether you're pre-ordering the new Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown. Whether you're getting the new Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. <clears throat> excuse me. You're getting bucks for Rocket League Fortnite or Fall Guys. Maybe you're claiming the free game. Sale forth. Use this code right here. PW Unlimited at checkout. And you will be supporting us at no extra cost. Again, use code N L I M I T E D for all Epic Games and Epic Game Store purchases. Also, speaking of... Prince of Persia: The Last Crown. There is a demo out for that game as well. So go to the Epic Game Store, and when you download the demo, put in our code PW Unlimited. I might be streaming the demo later tonight. Twitch.tv forward slash Timmy Buddy. Still not hundred percent sure if we're gonna do that or Fortnite, but we're gonna stream something later. So with that, have a great time on the Epic Game Store. Buy something, and then use our code, which is right here: PWUNLIMITED. Also remember, this show is brought to you by Upscale Bling. But we'll talk about that a little bit later. As far as SmackDown does go, I missed like the first two minutes. I don't think I missed anything, though, really. Because I went to go watch it on the Fox app, and then it's like, you're not logged in, and then my YouTube TV wouldn't log me in for a second. So I missed the first like two minutes of this, but I don't think I really missed anything. Because I turned it on, and boom, the bloodline's attacking Cameron Grimes. Kevin Grimes was shown, or the Bloodline was shown attacking Kevin Grimes as he made his way to the ring for his match with Grayson Waller. Bloodline basically vowed to just start taking people out. It's only Jimmy and Solo. Heyman was in the ring already. They jump in the ring. Grayson Waller and Austin Theory run away, and it's just a Bloodline segment. Jimmy Uso and Solo Sokoa were in the ring. Paul Heyman uh, got on the mic and called Nick Aldis a James Bond wannabe. Heyman said it's uh, practically guaranteed that Roman's title will be lost at the Royal Rumble because of this stipulation. Aldis was there and walked through the ring as Heyman said that Aldis was the bad guy. Aldis then grabbed a microphone, got up on the apron, and spoke to Heyman. Actually, he took the mic out of
1: Paul's hand.
0: All this started by saying that Heyman is not all this is equal. All then said that the four-way was gonna happen at the Royal Rumble. There's no change in that; it's a done deal. All this said, that the bloodline will not ruin another match because they are gonna be in a match. They will be in the main event tonight. Main event tonight, we'll see AJ Styles, LA Knight, and Randy Orton take on Solo Sokoa, Jimmy Uso, and Roman Reigns. Paul Heyman then goes, yeah, but you know, just like we all know, Roman's not here tonight. So how's that going to work? And all this is like, okay, well, either they find another partner or it's a handicap match. Uh, This kind of infuriated Paul Heyman, but he didn't really do or say anything about it there. Corey Graves and Kevin Patrick then ran down the rest of the show. So we were in the back. Heyman was talking to Solo and Jimmy backstage. Heyman told them not to worry. He would find them a partner. Jimmy seemed worried, and Solo's like, I never worried. This did lead to our first match. It went nine, almost ten minutes. It was the LWO's Joaquin Wild and Cruz del Toro against Angel Garza and Alberto Carrillo with Santos Escobar on commentary. As far as this match does go, Del Toro and Wild had control early on, complete with a stereo dive onto the heels on the outside. Quickly, though, the heels got the upper hand as Garza held the ropes. held the roped. I wrote that weird. Garza held the ropes and Del Toro fell to the outside. Oh, okay. Now I know how I, why I wrote that. I still, I wrote it weird. Basically, Del Toro was thrown into the ropes. Garza pulled the top rope down. Del Toro fell out of the ring. Garza then landed a running knee on Del Toro and the show went to a commercial break. Back from the break, break the heels landed a pair of impressive double-team moves to get a two-count on Del Toro. Eventually, Garza tagged in, but Del Toro got the hot tag to Wild, who worked over Garza, including with a spike DDT for a two. Carrillo and Garza threw Wild off the top, and Carrillo hit a nice-looking sit-out powerbomb for a two. Garza tagged back in and superkicked Wild. The LWO tried regaining control with a corkscrew plancha, from Del Toro onto correo on the outside, and then Carlito's music would hit, and then randomly, I think maybe he was making fun of how long it takes Carlito to come to the ring, but he goes, "All right, I'm ready for this, but it's gonna take ten minutes." And then Santos gets attacked from behind. Garza then rolls up Wild, grabs the bottom rope in tow, kind of a weird roll, like, like this was weird because like Wild tried to do something to Garza out of the corner. Garza then just. Sat on his face, grabbed the bottom rope, held his legs, and got the pin one two three. Fun match. I will say that. Fun match. Like, there was good wrestling on this show. But the show itself was just meh. But fun match. We got a Carlito and a Santos little fight thing, whatever. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad at all. We go to the back. And there's Carmelo Hayes, former NXT champion, former NXT North American champion. He's talking with Nick Aldis. Nick Aldis told him that he impressed many people in the tournament for the number one contendership of the United States Championship. And uh, he goes, well, he pops his jacket and goes, Blue does look good on me. And as they were going to, I guess you could say, try to set something up for Carmelo to have a match tonight, he gets interrupted. In comes Grayson Waller and Austin Theory. Hayes mentioned how he beat Waller quite a bit. Hayes, excuse me, Hayes then challenged Waller to a match tonight. Waller said, I can't. Waller just said, okay, well, there he can. So that again is something going on with Grayson Waller that he's not cleared. He later said, I can't. They canceled. They they did an angle to get him out of the opening match with uh, Cameron Grimes. So I don't know. I'll try to find out. But is there something going on with Grayson Waller? That's the question. Backstage, the NWO were walking around, and Heyman had an apple in his hand and walked up to Carlito and was like, hey, give you an apple if you want a team with the bloodline. And Carlito was like, I don't want to fight the bloodline. I don't want to fight with the bloodline. I don't want to do that at all. And so he walks away. Comes back and goes, but I'll take the apple. And he takes the apple and walks off at him and goes, no, you can't have the apple. The apple means a yes, The yes, and the apple go together. Ha, huh? crap. <laughs> so, that was funny. at Paul cut a pre-tape promo. He said he wasn't there in the building tonight, but he had a message for Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens, last week, punched him in the face. Here's the thing. Kevin Owens punched him in the face, gave him a black eye. So, he says, that cast, that's a weapon. You can't have that. At the at um the Royal Rumble, or I'm going to sue you. I don't think that's a thing, bud. Because if that was a thing, he wouldn't have been able or allowed to wear it throughout the tournament. So, yeah. The logic here makes absolutely no sense. How are you going to say having the cast on your hand during the title match is illegal? It's now a weapon, and if you come to the ring with it, you won't get the match and I'll sue you. Yeah. He had all the matches in the tournament with the cast on and fought with the cast on. So this this right here made absolutely no sense. But yeah, basically, Logan Paul says he's a cheater. And if he tries to cheat by coming to the ring with a cast, he ain't getting his match and he'll try to sue him. So yeah, it was dumb. It was dumb shit. What wasn't dumb... We may be getting a change for old Butchy. There's a video that said earlier today, and it was Butch and Tyler Bate at a bar or a coffee shop. I think it was a coffee shop. Yeah, 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 it was a coffee shop. Because it was funny. Tyler Bate sits down and goes, I got a triple top, one of them fancy whatevers. For me, straight black coffee for you. He hands it over to Butch. And <coughs> starts talking about how fun it was that they teamed up last week against Pretty Deadly. And Butch immediately was like, No. No. Don't even think about it. We're not a tag team. It's like, come on, think about it. Meditating, getting things right, working together. Look where we can go. And Butch is like, no, that was a one-time thing. Brawling Brutes, that's in my past. Me and you, teaming, that's in the past. And then Bates said uh, that they could show the world what British Strong Style is all about. And then he said something about finding the inner, inner self of Butch. And maybe a change needs to be made. And then Butch was looking into the camera, kind of, or looking off or whatever. And he was just like, hmm, I think he's getting his name back. I think he is getting Pete Dundack. I don't think he's going to be Butch anymore. Especially with the line of, brawling brutes are behind me. And then the whole, you need to find your inner self. From Tyler Bate. I can help you find your inner self. Or something like that. I didn't write it down uh, word for word or anything. But, yeah. I think that Butch is going to transition back to Pete Dunne. He's never been Pete Dunne on the main roster. As soon as he came to the main roster, Vince, some reason, changed his name to Butch. Which is so dumb. We got used to it, but still dumb. But so I can't wait to see how long it takes for them to change the name back to Pete Dunn. Also, what do you guys think of these new segments they're doing? These like pre-tape videos, but like on location. They're like very like, how do I explain it? Well produced. And it's not just like a backstage segment or one of those locker room segments that we see on NXT. No, this is they went somewhere or they found a place they can set a setup at. I can make a set for the scene. They did the same thing with Kaden Carter Katana Chance, Piper Niven, and Chelsea Green when they were in the nightclub. So I'm liking these. I think they're different. It's a different way to present the product, a different way to learn about the wrestlers because was because we learned Caden Carter Katana Chance, they like to go out and party. They were at a nightclub. That's where Chelsea and Piper had to find them to get their tag title match. Here, we learn about um, Tyler Bate. He talks about, you know, I can help you with meditation. He's a coffee nut because he's like, I got a half cap, cup, but keep a cup. I don't know any of that. So I don't know what he said, but we learned that. So, um, yeah, I digged it. And I can't wait to see what's the next one like this they do and with who. But I think we're getting Pete done the name back. Then we had a 16 and a half minute match between Bianca Belair and Bailey, And the match itself was really good. Until the last about three four minutes, when then it just kind of was like they faked Bailey injury, and then Bailey tried to distract the referee so Damage Control could attack Bianca, and they wouldn't attack Bianca. So then Bailey, yeah, it was the last three four minutes of this match, wasn't it? We know that Damage Control doesn't want Bailey around anymore, and Bailey's just a hanger on her at this point. But they really, really tried to make that point tonight, like we don't want you around no more. So the two locked up. Belair rolled up Bailey a few times early on, but didn't really get anything from it. Belair had control for a lot of the first third of the match, but Bailey fought back as the crowd chanted Bailey sucks. Belair fired up and hit a trio of body slams. Belair ran at Bailey, but Bailey tripped her up and draped Belair on the second rope. Bailey then jotted the rest of damage control and this allowed Belair to take control. I don't know why Bailey was yelling at damage control. Belair then landed a splash on Bailey. Who was on the, the outside? Belair was pumped up and the show went to a break. Back from the commercial break, Bailey had control on Belair inside the ring. Bailey pounded on Belair, but fought out. Belair then fought out of it and hit a spine buster to even things out. Belair fired up and landed a shoulder block. Bailey fought back and hit a running knee. Bailey then tied Belair's braid to the bottom rope. Bailey ran at Bel-Air, but Belair used the braid to trip Bailey up and then freed herself. Belair stretched Bailey on the ring post, but Bailey came back by running Belair into the ring post itself. Belair lifted Bailey for a KOD and instead threw Bailey into the ring post. Back inside the ring, Belair landed a series of shoulder blocks. Belair hit a vertical suplex on Bailey. Almost kind of like a brain buster. Belair then tried to pull out the brain. But Belair used it to her advantage and then pulled Bailey in and punched her in the face. Belair then landed a backbreaker and got a two off of it. Belair went for a springboard moonsault, but Bailey caught her and then ran Belair into the corner. Ultimately, Belair bounced back and hit the moonsault, and it resulted in a near fall. Belair lifted Bailey up for the KOD, but Bailey countered and went to the top. Bailey landed in an elbow drop, and that resulted in yet another near fall. Bailey then tried to roll up Belair for the win and tried to use the ropes, but the referee stopped her. Belair then rolled to the outside, and Bailey was saying something about her ankle. Bailey then was trying to distract the referee so damage control could attack Belair, but they didn't. Belair then got back into the ring, grabbed Bailey, or actually, no, she got back into the ring, hit Bailey with a spear, and then grabbed her, KOD the win. So, ascension here with, not really dissension I guess you could say, but it's more of. Damage Control don't like Bailey no more. They say, screw you. We don't want to be your friend. So Kevin Owens cut a rebuttal promo on Logan Paul. He said that he needs to talk with Logan. And he invites Logan to be on the Kevin Owens show next week. And then he goes, he like looks off at like a, somebody and goes, yeah, I kind of hope he shows up. And then he looks back and goes, man, I never thought I'd say that about him. Turn the back, and Bailey approaches damage control. Dakota Kai was like, "Hey, can can, can we talk real fast?" Bailey's like, "What was that out there?" I had it all set up so you guys could attack Bianca, and Dakota's like, "I I know, no, 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 but we we came to the decision of you needed to do this on your own. We couldn't help. We could watch. We could be there for moral support, but we, we, we wanted to see you do it on your own. Just like the Royal Rumble, <clears throat> you're gonna need to win the Rumble on your own." Ailey looked disappointed that she doesn't have their assistance anymore. And then the segment was over. So then out came Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits. And they're doing the. And I'm just like, man, this is going on forever. And I'm like, okay, either two things are going to happen. One of two things are going to happen. And I was wrong here. I thought either. Cross the AOP are going to come out. It's not really Bobby and in the Street Profits, and it was all a ruse. Or Bobby and the Street Profits are going to be revealed that they were attacked backstage or something, and that's why they never walked out. But then they just walk out. So they walk out. No, no uh, suit jackets. They're button ups unbuttoned, and they're ready to fight. They want to go. Lashley grabs a microphone and calls out, "Crossing the AOP, Lashley." Told them that they wanted to settle things right here, right now. The lights went out, and Paul Ellering appeared on the stage. He then pointed up at the screen, and another carrying Cross Scarlet video aired. Cross introduced the AOP. Cross revealed that the group's name is the Final Testament. And then that was it. Bobby Lashley and the Street Brawlers just standing in the ring, like. Looking around, like, are they going to come attack us? What's going to happen? Something going to happen? Nothing. Nothing happened. A nothing happened in segment other than we learned that the group's name is the Final Testament. When I said that, I was bored with this show. It was peak bored right here. <coughs> so, backstage, pretty deadly approach, Paul Heyman. And pitched themselves as partners for Solo and, and Jimmy Uso. Hey, everything goes, I only need one to face LA Knight, AJ Styles, Randy Orton. And they're like, oh, one of us? Uh, d- d- no, never mind, we're busy. We're going to go. And then they just run off. This is stupid as shit. Everything in a Carmelo Hayes vignette, hyping him up before his next match. We go to the back. Bobby Lashley is there with the Street Profits. They're so walking around, and Heyman approaches. He said, "Hey, Bobby, you want to you want to team with the Bloodline and help us out tonight?" Bobby Lashley goes, "No, because the only time I ever want to be in the ring with the Bloodline is if I'm standing straight across Roman from Roman Reigns." Bobby's like, "Yeah, no, I gotta help you guys. I want a challenge for the belt." So We got a nine-minute match: Austin Theory versus Carmelo Hayes. And unfortunately, the match got called off by the referee. The match went 9 minutes and 4 seconds. And again, like I said, I don't know any updates on either of the wrestlers in this match. But it looks like Austin Theory may have took the worst of it. Uh, wait, what? So I'm looking on Twitter. Okay, so there is an update from WWE. This is weird. Uh, WWE because Car- so I, I kind of want to show this but I don't want to show this so basically so basically what this mo- what it was was Carmelo was on the top rope Austin Theory jumped up on the top rope bounces grabs Carmelo to go for a Spanish Fly and I guess I could show the moment of impact hold on one second I'm going to pull this up on the screen. So we could show this. So this was the move, right? So I guess no, Carmelo didn't land purvo. Theory landed weird on his head. You can see right there, right there, Austin Theory. Carmelo was in like trapped within Austin Theory, and I guess took an okay bump, but you can see he still landed not perfect, I guess you could say. But WWE has provided an update. Like Corey Gray said, if there's any updates, we will put it on our social media. He did state, quote, or WWE stated, quote, update. Following the match tonight on SmackDown, Austin Theory and Kamala Hayes were evaluated for injuries. They both suffered face contusions and will be okay. It looks like they just
1: bust themselves up. I don't know exactly. But yeah,
0: the match, I was digging the match. Let's see. Um, I was really liking the match until the referee had to call it off. And kudos on the referee. He was there within milliseconds realizing something was wrong. But it said uh, a face contusion. You can get a bruise on your face if you fall or if something hits you in the face. The medical term for a bruise is a contusion. Small blood vessels get torn and leak blood under the skin. Most people think a bruise as a black and blue spot, but bones and muscle can also get bruised. So, again, WWE I mean, says they're going to be all right. It all seems good, but it's just unfortunate that this did happen. Of course, the match does go, though. We can recap what we saw because, again, I really enjoyed this match. And uh, Daniel Monax in the chat says, Theory is, the w- is the one is hurt. No, they both. WWE said they both suffered face contusions, which means they both. Landed wrong, I guess you could say. Because what it looked like was, Theory landed w- weirdly on his neck, and then he like landed on top of Hayes, or Hayes's head was caught within Theory's up here, so I don't know exactly. But they said both of them suffered the face contusions. As far as the matches go, Theory's backed, Theory backed Hayes into a corner and jawed at him. Hayes worked multiple headlocks before hitting a standing dropkick. Theory was draped on the second rope, and Hayes hit a fadeaway. Hayes then slammed Theory's head onto the apron and the show into a break. Back from the break, Theory landed a rolling shotgun dropkick. Theory tried a suplex on Hayes, but Hayes can- countered it with a suplex of his own. Hayes followed it up with a springboard clothesline and a face plant for a two. The two then traded unsuccessful pin attempts before Hayes eventually landed a super kick. Theory then ran Hayes into a corner and Theory went for something on the second row, but then both guys kind of landed awkwardly. The ref called for the match. We want something. He went for the Spanish fly. Didn't get it. And there we go. So, yeah. Again, I'll read the comment, the, the, the statement from WWE, WWE statement on these guys are quote, update following their match tonight on SmackDown, Austin Theory and Carmella Hayes were evaluated for injuries both suffered face contusions and will be okay so again really good to hear that both men are going to be all right coming out of this <clears throat> uh, we got some stuff announced for next week's Friday Night Smackdown next week the Women's Tag Team Championships will be on the line when Caden Carter and Katana Chance defending against Isla Dawn and Alba Fire for all the people that keep saying they're bringing the women's tag titles to SmackDown, well, they are next week. Also, we do know that there will be a episode of KO Show. Logan Paul is confirmed as the guest. And there will be a contract signing for the world title match or the WWE Undisputed Universal Heavyweight Championship match at the Royal Rumble with Roman Reigns, LA Knight, Randy Orton, and AJ Styles. (coughs) So backstage, Heyman was talking to Jimmy and Solo even said, well, uh, there's nobody in this building worthy of standing next to the bloodline. He tried to make it seem like I couldn't find anybody good enough, more of, and didn't want to tell them, no one wanted to do it. So, Randy Orton's music hits, and as he's coming down to the ring, well, he gets attacked by Solo and Jimmy.
1: Solo and Jimmy attack.
0: And Yeah and Jimmy attack, and it turns into just a regular tag team match, I guess you would say. Just a straight-up tag team match because, um, (coughs) excuse me, regular tag team match because Randy is, quote-unquote, out. Give me one second. My notes have froze. Let me...
1: Let me refresh them really fast.
0: So, like I said, Randy Orton was taken out by Sola Sokoa and Jimmy Uso. And the match, essentially for the most part, was a traditional tag team match. Before the bell rang, AJ Styles and LA and Knight argued on who was going to start the match. Uso attacks Knight and gets the upper hand for a short period of time. Knight and Styles controlled the match easily. For the first few minutes, Styles and Knight were then working together by this point. Styles and Knight sent Uso over the top rope, and they did the same to Solo eventually, as well as due we into a commercial break. Returning from the commercial break, Solo was in control. Styles attempted to tag Knight, but Solo goes to attack Knight. Knight misses the tag because Solo attempts to attack him. Knight comes back, and Styles yells at him for missing the tag. They argue, and Jimmy goes to, su- to Superkick Styles, but Styles ducks, and Uso nails Knight in the faces instead. Uso is now in control, and then all of a sudden we hear, I hear voices in my head, they talk to me, they understand, they talk to me. Now, comes Randy Orton, I know that probably sounded bad, I'm all congested and stuffed up, can't really sing for real, let me try it again, hold on. I hear voices in my head, they talk. Yeah, okay. I can kind of hit it, but it's still not perfect. I'm all congested. My nose is stuffed up. Can't really sing right now. Normally I can sing well. <coughs> all right. Anyways, Randy Orton's music hits. He comes out. The bloodline are all like, oh, what are you doing here? And Styles goes to tag Orton for the hot tag. Orton controls the match. As he hits Uso with a power slam. Orton then hits Uso with an RKO and pins him to pick up the victory. After the match, Styles, Knight, and Norton celebrated by well taking out the bloodline. Hitting them with all their finishers. The show then goes off the air as the camera quickly goes over to Paul Heyman. And he does the... Call Roman Reigns. That's how the show goes off the air. Again, not a bad episode of SmackDown. Not a great episode of SmackDown either. Just there. But with that, that was Friday Night SmackDown. Let me set up. I forgot to do it again. Let me set up the Twitch poll. What did you think of SmackDown? I liked it. It was all right. I didn't like it. All right, so let's do that. Go vote there if you're watching on Twitch. We will check all the other polls. And while we do that, while we refresh those, we tell you about the sponsor of this show, Upscale Bling. Are you looking to up your accessory game? Why not do so with Upscale Bling? Upscale Bling is your source for in-style chains, watches, rings, and many more awesome products to level up your wardrobe. Not only are their products high quality, but... They're also affordable. Don't take just my word for it. Go check them out right now at blingupscale.com. Head over to blingupscale.com right now and use code PWUnlimited at checkout to get 20% off your entire order. Again, that's code PWUnlimited at checkout for 20% off at blingupscale.com. Check it out today. As far as the polls do go, looking at the Twitch poll, no, looking at the Twitter poll, the X poll, 64% 64% liked the show. 25% thought it was just all right and 10% didn't like it. Looking at the YouTube community poll, 75% liked the show, 19% thought it was just all right and 6% didn't like it. Um this person says SmackDown was just all right and this person says I liked it. Looking at the YouTube live poll, <clears throat> 81% liked the show. 13% thought it was just all right. And 5% didn't like it. And as far as the Switch poll does go, everybody that voted liked the show. But with that, guys, that is going to wrap everything up. I do want to say thank you for joining us here. Twitch.tv forward slash unlimited, YouTube.com forward slash Pro Unlimited, and podcast services all around the globe like Stitcher, Spotify, Google Pod, Apple Pod, Anchor, iHeartRadio, and so much more. Now remember, there's a bunch of wrestling this weekend, but we're not going to be actually covering much, really any of it. There's Collision tomorrow, then Battle of the Belts. There is TNA Hard to Kill. There is New Japan Battle in the Valley. Now if any big news comes out of any of these shows, then we'll cover it. But I'm not going to be doing any reviews. We'll talk about them all Monday morning on the wrestling wrap-up, but yesterday was my daughter's birthday, so this weekend we're doing stuff with her, especially tomorrow, all day, all night. So I will not be able to watch any of these shows live. But with that, guys, I'm going to be live. Speaking of live, live playing some games here in a little bit. Twitch.tv forward slash TimmyBuddy. So head over there. Follow that channel, Twitch.tv forward slash TimmyBuddy. That way you guys know when we do go live. Not sure exactly what we're going to do. Maybe it's a Fortnite. Probably maybe do um, the new Prince of Persia demo. Play that game as well. So with that, have a great rest of your night, guys. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you next time. Have a good one, guys.